Oh, good afternoon, listeners. Phil C here, bringing you a couple of hours of Aussie, Aussie, Aussie flashbacks. Do it live every Sunday from 4pm. And we are broadcasting to you today live from the Mitchell Caravan Park in Burke. Yes, we're in Burke, the lovely town of Burke. We're still on the road and will be for the, uh, oh, there goes the phone, the requests are already coming in, and uh, we'll be for another four or five weeks heading to Lightning Ridge, and hopefully we're going to get there for next Sunday. We're going to be broadcasting, God willing, and roads allowing, and so on and so forth, because there's quite a few roads there that are actually underwater at the moment, with all the water that's coming down from Queensland and far north coast. Um, But we are trying to get to Lightning Ridge, and next Sunday, if we make it, I'm going to be broadcasting from there with two wonderful ladies who are going to co-host with me, Mel and Susie, a couple of local celebrities in the Lightning Ridge area. So they're going to be co-hosting with me. It's going to be a hoot. Now, these girls, they love their bush poetry. In fact, that's what they do for a living. <laughs> they're also, they also uh, they're quite funny, okay? They're quite humorous. They've got a good sense of humor, and it's going to be a great program. So make sure you tune in for that one. Now, if you do want to hear anything special today, it's got to be Aussie only, okay? one 494 if you want to give me a call. Or you can text message me on 0492-994-445, but it does have to be Aussie, okay? You know the drill. Phil C is my name, and Aussie, Aussie music is my game. Now, um... We're going to have a very special program today. I've got a fantastic interview, which I'll play a little bit later on, from Andrew Farris, of course, who is the uh, one of the main songwriters from that incredible Australian band from the 80s and the 90s, In Excess. Now, he's got a brand new solo, self-titled album. It's his debut album. It's called Andrew Farris. That's his solo album, okay? And uh, after the interview, we're going to play that entire album track by track. Now, Andrew talks us through each of the songs, the inspiration behind the album, and then we're going to play every song on that album track by track, okay? Very, very exclusive, and uh, a big shout out and a big thank you to Andrew for giving us so much of his time to do that. But before we do any of that, I've got to get the Aussie music program underway, okay? I'm going to kick it off with a song. This one is going out to Roe. In fact, I'm going to do a double shot for Roe. He's from Tuller in Tasmania, and uh, he's a great loyal listener, and he always challenges me with, uh, with really great old songs, okay? Now, he asked me for a track earlier in the week by The Strangers. The song he asked me for was a song called The Cry of the Wild Goose, And then we were chatting today, and he asked me for another one called Happy Without You. So we're going to do a double shot for uh, for Roe, inteller of Tasmania, the strangers kicking it off with the cry of the wild goose. Going out to you, Roe.
Uh, there you go, listeners. The cry of the wild goose going out to uh, Row of Toller in Tasmania. Now, that was The Strangers, and he asked me for another track by The Strangers, so we're going to do a double shot for Row. This one's called Happy Without You. There you go, listeners. Baby, I'm happy without you. The strangers going out to our good mate Ro from Tuller in Tasmania. I'm going to keep the show going and play lots of Aussie music for you. We're broadcasting to you live from Burke, the uh, Mitchell Caravan Park here in Burke. And we're leaving here tomorrow, heading up to Lightning Ridge. So uh, this will probably be about our eighth or ninth program on the road and we haven't missed a single gig. And uh, happy to say got good internet here and I've got 240 power unlike last week. We were running on generator power. But you know what? Where there's a will, there is a way. And we're just going to keep bringing to you great Aussie music. I noticed some uh, more numbers are coming in there on the stream. If you are listening to me on the stream or on the Vast platform and you've just joined us, don't forget I do have this incredible interview with Andrew. Farris from uh, NXS and he's going to be, uh, I did the interview a few days ago, uh, so it's a pre-record because I uh, had to fit in with Andrew's time and he's going to talk us through his brand new solo debut album, Andrew Farris, and then straight after that we are going to play the album track by track, but that's going to be a little bit later on in the program. Um because we do have a lot of requests. Now, if you do want to hear an Aussie request, one three hundred four nine four nine double eight or zero four nine two nine nine four 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 five is the way to get it done. This next song, this is Daryl Cotton, and this one's going out to Rose Other Half Val. She asked me for this incredible number. She asked me for another one too by Daryl, which uh, they've got it on an album. I can't find it, so 
They've put me to the test. I'm going to have to try and come up with it. But I do have this one. Count out to Val. There we go, going out to Val in Tuller, Tasmania. Tell me what she said. Daryl Cotton, gone to rock and roll heaven. And boy, didn't he have a band back in the day, Zoot. What an incredible band they were. And then, of course, he went solo and uh, made some incredible songs as well as a solo artist, but sadly passed away, left this world and gone to rock and roll heaven a few years ago. Alrighty, the list is starting to grow if you do want to hear anything special, but it's got to be Aussie on this incredible Easter Sunday, and I hope you're having a great Easter out there. I hope the bunny was kind to you, and he brought you lots of eggs. If he didn't bring you lots of eggs, maybe he brought you lots of uh, beer and bourbon. <laughs> Bad Easter bunny. But yeah, I hope you're having a great, uh, seriously, a great, great Easter, and if you are having a few, make sure you take it easy, because it is double demerits. Don't go out there and drink and drive. Have a plan B, okay? Now, 
bringing on the music. This next one, this is another great Australian artist, still kicking his heels, still rocking and rolling around the club circuit today with his all-star band, John Paul Young. Now, this one's going out to Janet, and she's in Manly. The track she asked me for is a number called Yesterday's Hero. If you've just joined us, I'm Phil C. And this is Aussie Flashbacks, coming to you live from the Mitchell Caravan Park in Burke.
Oh, there we go, listeners. Going out to Janet in Manly, listening to us all the way in Manly, and we are all the way in Burke at the Mitchell Caravan Park. And if you've just joined us, this is Aussie Flashbacks. Do it live every Sunday from 4 p.m. Now, I met a very interesting couple here whilst we were at the... Uh, at the park. Actually did an interview with him for another program that'll be launching probably the end of this month. It's all about travelling this great country of ours. And these guys are travelling in a, uh, a Denning coach. You imagine a luxurious coach, okay? And this thing has been turned into a house on wheels. <laughs> it's the most incredible vehicle I've ever been inside in my entire life. You know, it's it's just like a house with wheels. And uh, they were very gracious enough to let us inside and have a look and did a bit of an interview with them for the other program. But I also found out that these two are actually entertainers. Now, they're living on the land, living in this country, and they're travelling. They have no fixed address. They've got this incredible home on wheels, the Denning coach. And uh, working their way around, Murray, he plays guitar and he does uh, refrigeration work. And um, his lovely other half, Christy, well, she's a singer in the band, in the duo. There's two of them, Murray, he plays guitar, and Christy, she is the singer. Now, they sang a song for me just yesterday evening, and I absolutely loved it. They sang me two songs, actually. Absolutely loved it. Now, this particular song was written by them while they were on the road. Now, Christy writes the, the lyrics, I'm assuming, and Murray, well, he writes the music, and they've put this song together. And it's called Bus Driver. you got to listen to the lyrics. I think it's really catchy. and I think it's an incredible song. And I just wanted you to hear it, okay? It's from Murray and Christy. And the song is called Bus Driver. Today the sun is shining. It shines all the time. We don't always see it, and that's just fine. I'm a singer, a rider, a bus driver, sharing the road with you. I'm a singer, a rider, dancing bus driver, I've seen a thing or two.
sharing the road with you. I'm a singer, a writer, a bus driver. We know a thing or two. There you go, listeners. Now, what do you think of Murray and Chrissy? Amethyst, Ameth, Amethyst, <laughs> gosh, Amethyst Moon is the name of the duo. They're incredible. They're such lovely people. They really are. And what about those incredible lyrics? She's a singer, a writer, a Denning bus driver. As I said, they've got this incredible Denning coach, which is turned into a house on wheels. And they are really living the dream, okay? They've, they're just traveling and working a bit here and making music and uh, no fixed address they've got this most incredible home and it just goes where they want to go chase the sun and uh, chase the uh, Amoseth moon which is the name of their band so uh, or their duo so check them out okay I'm going to play another song by them a little bit later on Um, it's a number called Living by the Sea okay now I'm going to play that for you a little bit later on but yeah they're here in uh, they're here in Burke they're at the Mitchell Caravan Park and we recorded that just yesterday, sitting outside of my caravan here, and I thought, wow, what an incredible sound, and uh, such nice people. So uh, I'm going to play you another track by them a little bit later on. Now, before I do that, though, I've got to continue on with the request. This one is going out to Mark at Party Central, and Mark's at Woi Woi in Party Central wanted to hear a track by In Excess. Now, coincidentally, Mark, if you've just joined us um, and you're not uh, familiar with what's happening, we've got the great Andrew Farris. Okay, now he, of course, was one of the main songwriters, along with um, Michael Hutchins, who's now gone to Rock and Roll Heaven. And, of course, he was the uh, singer, or the songwriter in the band, not the singer, um, wrote all the music. And, of course, um, Michael Hutchins, the lyricist. And he has now got 
his own debut album. It's a self-titled album called Andrew Farris. came out on the 19th of uh, last month, so it's only been out now for about two weeks, and we spoke with him. Oh, he's such an incredibly nice guy. I've got to tell you, he gave us about 30 minutes of his time. Very busy, busy guy. Most, most, most of them only got about 10 to 15, but we organised it. He's talking us through the entire album, which we are going to play a little bit later on, track by track, straight after the interview. But that's later in the program because we got lots of requests to get through. As I said, um, Mark from Party Central wanted to hear a track by NXS, and the track he's asked me for is from one of their huge albums called Kick. And here is the song listeners. Count out to you, Mark. There you go, listeners. That, of course, is Kick from the album of the same name title, In Excess. 
Alrighty, keeping the music coming your way. I hope you guys have had a fantastic Easter. We've had a great Easter. We've been travelling on the road, met some really lovely people apart from uh, Murray and uh, Chrissy. We also met another couple. They go by the name of Beth and Charlie. Now, I know they're tuned in at Tokemore, and uh, I'm going to be playing a track for those two guys very, very shortly. And, of course, for their two lovely little poodles, um, Patsy and – no, Poppy and Paris, I think, was the name of them. Poppy and Pats, Paris. And um, they're all tuned in, listening to us at Tokemore. So I'm going to be playing those guys a track very, very shortly. This next one, though, is going out to um, Maggie – now, Maggie is in the uh, Newcastle area. That's what she says to me. I come in the come in from the Newcastle area, and she wants to hear a track by the Sunny Boys. The song she's asked me for is a number called Alone With You Tonight. And out to you, Maggie.
Uh, there you go, listeners. That is the Sunny Boys alone with you tonight. Alrighty, bringing you more Aussie, Aussie, Aussie madness and flashbacks. Do it live every Sunday from 4pm, wherever we are in this great country of ours. Now, for example, I'm at Burke at the moment at the Mitchell Caravan Park. Now, I'm going to send a song out to uh, Wizzo from Party Central, and then straight after that I've got a couple of requests going out to Beth and Charlie, and they're in uh, Tokemore. But before that, guys, I've got to play this one for Wizzo. This is a live version of Billy Thorpe's CC Rider, live in Sunbury.
There you go, listeners. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> Billy Thorpe and the Aztecs live at Sunbury. Going out to Wizzo at Party Central. Now, I've got to play a couple of tracks for uh, Beth and Charlie. I've also got a track for uh, Julie. She's not had a song yet. I've got Bill and Jess on the pad. And... Uh, Anybody else that wants to hear anything, okay, you just got to give me a call, one three hundred four nine four nine double eight, or you can do it the old-fashioned way. That's Well, that is the old-fashioned way, isn't it? Pick up a phone and ring somebody, heaven forbid. No, that's the old-fashioned way, one three hundred four nine four nine double eight, or you can just send me a text, 0492-994-445. Tell me what you'd like me to play, but it's got to be... Aussie, and we do it every single Sunday from 4pm. This is Aussie Flashbacks with Phil C coming to you live from Burke from the Mitchell Caravan Park. Now this next track I'm going to play as a John Farnham hit and he's got dozens of them, more than dozens of them. Uh, this is one from the album of the same name title and this is going out to Beth and Beth is at uh, Tokemal with her lovely husband Charlie and their two fur babies, uh, Patsy. Poppy, <laughs> Poppy and Paris. Oh, there's my program director yelling at me. Pap- <laughs> Poppy and Paris, <laughs> the two little black poodles. Um, and they'll be tuned in as well. So for you, Beth, Johnny Farnham from the album of the same name title, Chain Reaction. Ooh, 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 
That's going out to Beth. Chain reaction. John Farnham. Not Johnny. Not Johnny, okay? That was when he had Sadie, the cleaning lady. This is John Farnham now, all grown up. And uh, going out to Beth, who we met at uh, uh, UM Gary, I think it was. And they're now at uh, Tokemore. I'll tell you what, seeing's how I keep getting the dogs wrong. I keep saying Poppy when it's, it is Poppy, isn't it? I keep saying Patsy. Anyway, Poppy and Paris is their two little uh, black French poodles. I'm going to play a song for them. Here it is. And straight after this, I got one for Charlie. You just joined me. It's Aussie Flashbacks with Phil C doing it live every Sunday from 4pm. Coming to you from Burke.
Oh, there we go. Another classic by John Farnham from his uh, Whispering Jack album. You're the voice going out to Beth. And, of course, Poppy and Paris, the two little toy poodles. Okay, now, this is the one you've all been waiting for, listeners. This is going out to Charlie. Charlie is um, Beth's other half, and he asked me for this one. Needs no introduction, does it? Johnny Williamson's old man emu. Let me tell you what I did Squeak and squawk and try and talk. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, them flight season and chalk. But I don't know. You go on flight, and I'm telling you, if you're running the fan, I'm telling you, 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 I'm
Ah, well, there you go, listeners. I don't know if you've ever seen Johnny Williamson live. I've seen him live numerous times. And if you want to hear an interview I did with John, check out my website, okay? Aussieflashbacks.com.au. Go to the menu bar. Go to podcasts. There you will find two interviews I actually did with John. He's a great guy and... um, a fantastic Australian great Aussie performer. Going to be uh, performing at the Monday Monday Bash, actually, which is in um, October October 19 to 21, I think, are the dates. Monday Monday, just the other side of Silverton. Now, I'll be there, and uh, it's going to be a great show. There's some incredible artists on the bill, and... Um, Johnny Williamson is one of them, okay? But, yeah, fantastic guy. Go to my website. There's lots of great interviews on there as well by Australian legends. So aussieflashbacks.com.au. Follow me on uh, Facebook as well or check me out on Spotify or if you want to just listen to me. I do it live every Sunday from 4 p.m. from wherever I am in this great country of ours. I'll be travelling for at least another five weeks So uh, there'll be five more new locations that I'll be uh, broadcasting from and then back home in the studio, back to normality for a little while, only for a little while. Right, continuing on with the madness. This next track is by uh, Jimmy Barnes. Now, I was specifically asked for the live version of this one and... um, I do always do what my people ask. This one's going out to Julie at Party Central. She's asked for a song by Jimmy Barnes from the Barnstorming album, which, of course, is the live album. And the song she asked me for is a number called Seven Days. Going out to you, Julie.
Ah, yeah. Jimmy Barnes. And Stillman Live. Okay, now there's the first live album by that hard rocker, Jimmy Barnes. Now the former lead singer, of course, of Cold Chisel. It was released back in November of 1988, I think it was, and uh, went straight to number one on the Australian album charts. It was there for about three weeks. Um, Later that month, Barnes and his backing band were recorded at their Melbourne performance for the December 1987 to February 1988. There you go. A little bit of trivia about the band. Now, keeping the music coming your way, going to play a track now by Thirsty Merc. Had a request for Thirsty Merc a few days ago. Um, and this particular track, this one's going out to Market Party Central. He has asked me for the song by Thirsty Merc. And the song he's asked me for, well, I wonder, if, should I tell you? Or should I just keep you in suspense? What do you reckon? Oh, no. I think I'll just play it. I'm just going to play it for you. I wonder if you can guess what it is. I know Mark will. Here it is. Going out to you, Mark. Thirsty Merc. Oh, okay. In the summertime. Sometime in June I'll say 
Oh, there you go. Thirsty Merc. Now, what can I tell you about Thirsty Merc? Um, well, apart from that song, of course, which is probably most famously known for uh, the Bondi Rescue. You remember that show, Bondi Rescue? They always play that. Um, Thirsty Merc. They formed in 2002. Um, 2004. Now, um, Matthew Baker, the guitarist, he was replaced by uh, another chap, Sean Kerry. It was in turn replaced by Matt Smith in 2010. There's been a lot of lineups in that band, but uh, an incredible band nonetheless. Now, the band have sold over 200,000 albums, toured extensively around Australia, and received national radio airplay for their tracks. And I always get requests for them. That's the second one I've had this week. Thirsty Merc. There you go. Going out to Mark, Party Central, Woi Woi. Now, this next track, this next track is going out. This is going way back, okay, way back in time. And uh, this is going out to Maureen in Druin, Victoria. Now, Maureen tunes in every week, and I don't think she's ever missed a gig. I don't think she does. She's there every single week, always tuning in to me from Victoria. She's asked me for a track by J.O.K., the late great king of Australian rock and roll, Johnny O'Keefe. And the song she's asked me for is a number called So Tough. Listeners, JOK is so tough. Going out to Maureen in Druin at Victoria, and she's asked me for another track. She's messaging me now. Stop it, Maureen. Stop it. You're making me laugh. 
Because <laughs> if you do want to message me and ask for a request, 0492-994-445. Or if you want to just ring up and say Happy Easter, one 494 <laughs> And I'm going to play another song for Maureen a little bit later on when I stop laughing. <laughs> <laughs> sending me all these messages. All righty, continuing on with the madness. This next one is going out to Bill. And uh, Bill and Jess are a couple, and they always send songs into each other. And uh, this one's going from Bill to Jess. It's Mark Holden. There we go, listeners. That, of course, is Mark Holden's Never Gonna Fall In Love Again. Going out to Jess from Bill. Now, Jess always sends in a response, and this one's going out to you, Bill. 
Billy Field. The song is called True Love. You're listening to Aussie Flashbacks with Phil C. Coming to you live from Burke. Going out to you, Bill. True love. Coming to you right there from your lovely other half, Jess, Jessica. Alrighty, keeping the music coming your way. It is now 17 minutes past five. We do the Aussie flashbacks every single Sunday from 4pm. And wherever we are, as I said, we're at uh, Burke at the moment, Mitchell Caravan Park. Next week, we're supposed to be at the Opal Caravan Park in Lightning Ridge. And uh, we're going to be doing a show live with Mel and Susie. Have a look at them. Go to their Facebook page, Mel and Susie on tour. And they're going to be my co-hosts for next Sunday's program. Bringing you more of the Aussie, Aussie, Aussie music. We're back to Roe. Now, Roe asked me for a track by Hans Paulson. Most of the people that speak about him ask for things, you know, 
Boom Shalalalo. That's probably his greatest hit. And you know what? I'm going to play that straight after this because I do love that song myself. The one that Roe asked me for is a number called Sweet Sue. <laughs> Going out to Row in Tuller of Tasmania, Sweet Sue, Hans Paulson. Now, this is the one that everybody would remember him for. It's Boom Shalala Lo. In a dreamy little country, there's a sleepy Sunday school where the schoolman. Annabella teaches sleepy golden rules, but the children were all waiting to hear the church bell ring. They had their own religion, and all they had to do was sing it to the world. Sing to you, oh, shalala, love. 
Hans Paulson, boom, shalalalo. Okay, I've got to play one more track here for Val in Teller of Tasmania. She's asked me for a Billy Thorpe song, okay? Now, she likes the older, slower, you know, things like Somewhere Over the Rainbow and I Told a Brook and Sick and Tired. They're the early, early, early ones when Billy used to wear a suit. How about this one? For you, Val.
Ah, there we go. Dancing in the street, going out to Val in Tulla, Tasmania. An early, early Billy Thorpe track. All righty, I've got to play this next track. Now, I know everybody loves this guy, and they also probably really, really love this track as well. Now, this one is going out to Janet from Manly. It's Russell Morris's Real Thing. Don't forget, folks, we've got the Andrew Farris interview on a little bit later on, and also the album Track by Track.
There you go, listeners. Now, if you want to find out what that song is all about, who wrote it? Because it wasn't written. It wasn't written by um, Russell Morris. No, it wasn't. It was actually written by Johnny Young. And uh, Russell and Molly approached him and said, we want to record that song. The rest is history. If you want to find out all about it, go to my website, aussieflashbacks.com.au. Go to the menu bar, click on podcasts, and there you'll find an interview I had with Russell Morris talking us through all about the history of that song. Okay, I'm continuing on. I'm going to play you another track. Now, this one's going out to Brian. Brian hasn't had a song yet today. He's with the Party Central people at Woi Woi, and he's asked me for a track. Happy Easter there, Brian. He's asked me for a track by G. Wayne Thomas from the Morning of the Earth album. The song he's asked me for is a number called Open Up Your Heart. Going out to you, Brian. There's no formula for happiness that's guaranteed to work. It all depends on how you treat your friends and how much you've been hurt. But it's a start when you open up your heart. There's no dreamer who's ever dreamed Seen it all come true Takes a lot of time and breaks a lot of hearts To see an idea through And love's just a simple word The truth is easily lost And sorry said so easily Nobody counts the cost But it's a start Give your love to others They become your brother 
Go listeners, going out to Brian at Woi Woi and Party Central there. Open up your heart, G. Wayne Thomas. Okay, I'm going to play another song. Now, this was the song by the duo that I met here in Burke, okay? Murray and Chrissy. Amoseth Moon is the name of the duo. And uh, we recorded these two songs yesterday. Now, I've played one earlier. It was called Bus Driver. And this is one of their other songs. These songs are uh, written by these two, incidentally. They're not covers. They're songs that they've written themselves. Now, this next track is a number called Living by the Sea. And this, of course, is Amethyst Moon, Murray and Chrissy. I'm living by the sea So I can frolic in the ocean You are here with me Watch the sun till the day is done. I'm living by the sea so I can frolic in the ocean. You are here with me Watch the sun when the day is done I'm living by the sea Cherish many special moments You are here with me Walk hand in hand, barefoot in the sand I'm living by the sea Where luscious islands all surround me You are here with me Dolphins swim and the turtles grin I'm living by the sea Where I can dance under the moonlight You are here with me Living joy and harmony Every cell in me is 
Listeners, Murray and Chrissy, Amosith Moon, two originals that we recorded. If you were with us right from the start of the show, you would have heard their other great one. I think it's a hit, the other one for sure. That's a great song. But the other one, Bus Driver, talking about their journey in their Denning motorhome, okay, which is actually a a huge Denning coach. It's just like a house on wheels. And uh, Chrissy, she's the the, the lyricist. She's a singer, a writer, and a Denning bus driver. Absolutely fantastic stuff. All righty, I'm going to play another song for uh, Maureen in Victoria. She wanted to hear a track by Lee Kernigan. And we're going to come together with this uh, Andrew Farris interview very shortly in the album Track to Track. We've been shearing sheep. We've been mustering stock. We've been culling out roots. We've been spraying the crops. We've been droving cattle up an old stock room. Now it's Saturday night, we pile the youth. We're the boys from the bush and we're back in town. Well, the dog's in the back and the foot goes down. We're life members of the Outback Club. Well, the boys from the bush come in from the scrub. Fences. We've been choking on dust. We curse the rain, we curse the drought. Now it's Saturday night, and we're all in the shout. We're the boys from the bush, and we're back in town. We get high when the sun goes down. We're live members of the Outback Club.
there we go. Boys in the Bush, Lee Cunningham going out to Maureen in Druin, Victoria. Now I'm going to play one more song for uh, Janet. Now Janet's in Manly. She wanted to hear Stevie Wright, but only the first part of this classic song. It's only part one, listeners. I'm actually going to fade that one out because that's not the one I wanted. She wanted this one. Part one of this. i 
G'day listeners, Phil C here and as promised from last week, our very special guest on the phone lines this afternoon from in excess fame, Mr Andrew Farris. How are you Andrew? Yeah, I'm good, thank you, Mr. Phil C. How are you? <laughs> oh, mate, I'm having a ball. I'm out in the middle of nowhere. I hope we don't have phone issues. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today. And um, what we're specifically going to be talking about is your brand new self-titled solo album, Andrew Farris. And you're going to take us through track by track. And this is brilliant. Thank you so much. Um, you're welcome. You, uh, this, this album just came out recently in the last couple of weeks. How's it sort of going for you before we start on the tracks? A bit early to tell. Oh, well, I've, I've had a really good reaction to it, both in Australia and overseas, and I'm, I'm sort of a little bit overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never put out an album before, um, so, yeah, it's sort of uh, we're off to a good start, let's just say that. And I think it's sitting at number three or two on the Australian National Country Chart. And yes. So I'm pretty happy about that. Uh-huh. And it just had a lot of, uh, you know, really good, Reception so far, I'm, I'm really excited. You know? Well, mate, I've got to tell you, um, you, you released a couple of singles from it, um, and they they obviously went really, really well for you. I've been playing the album since they asked me to talk to you, and it's absolutely brilliant. I love it. Uh, in particular, the ones you released, uh, uh, which was Good Mama Bad, uh, no, Run Baby Run, um, that was the first one, and Good Mama Bad. Great, great songs, my friend. So, obviously, a great album uh, for the listeners. To definitely check out. Tell us about the first the first song on it, Hummingbird, uh, Bounty Hunter, Hummingbird. What is that all about? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, want, I just want to set the tone for your listeners so they kind of understand how I ended up making my album. Uh, you know, a, a lot of today's um, music and 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 uh, the way it gets, you know, onto radio or on digital platforms and etc. It's usually it's become a little bit like the 1950s again, where you know you have single after single after single after single, mm-hmm. and the idea of an album or especially a vinyl album is almost a quaint old school idea. Right. But when I've I've always been a songwriter, and you know my whole life uh, since I was a teenager, I've written songs, and I always will write songs as long as I'm able to. Yes. Um, and over the years, I collected a lot of uh, demos, the, the songs I was happy with. But the quality of the recordings, you know, I wasn't sure about. In fact, some of them were not very good at all. Mm-hmm. And I started thinking more about it. And I, I thought, why don't I re-record a lot of these songs, older songs and much newer songs that I've been working on? Well, that journey, both for me, I live in northwest New South Wales on a farm I've owned for quite a few years. And so I've got a studio here and I, I started re-recording here and also over in Nashville in Tennessee because my wife's family is from another town, sort of relatively close to Nashville. Mm-hmm. And then we took, uh, I was working re-recording uh, some of my songs uh, in Nashville, and my wife, Marlena, and I decided to take a horse riding trip down to the Mexican border, where Arizona meets New Mexico and Mexico. Yeah. And I was really blown away with the culture and the gritty sort of wilderness area of that area. A bit like sort of some, in some ways, a bit like Australia in, the, in that sort of remote sense. And I, I'd never known that a place like that, you know, was, I didn't realize, I, I, I thought like kind of the old West thing was a Hollywood film, you know, yes. in a sense. You know, we've gotten used to the idea that, that that sort of thing is all in films and things. But it's, you know, the wilderness area is very real down there. And the history with the Apache Indians, with the US Cavalry, 
with the course of Mexican people across the border. Then you had the Mexican army in the old days, in the 19th century. Then up the road you had Tombstone with the cowboys and the mm-hmm. outlaws. Yes. And then you had, uh, you know, the settlers in this. And where we rode, we rode horses for six hours a day, six days straight with another cowboy, um, sort of old cowboy fella who sadly has passed away now. His name is Craig Lawson. And Craig and his wife, Pam, and myself and my wife, Marley, where well, we went riding all over this sort of national monument area, this wilderness area. And I was blown away with it. Um, I just thought it, it suddenly, you know, I'd never thought about <clears throat> sort of making an album in that sense. So, you know, um, what what I think a lot of people do when they make an album, which is completely understandable, they pick the best 10 songs, let's say 10 or 12 songs they've got, and then they put them on an album. But right. I thought... When I got back to Nashville, I thought, I think I know what to do now, uh, creatively. This is what I want to do. I want to pick this period of history, whether it's talking about Australian history or American history or whatever, mm-hmm. of pre-electricity, if you like, um, and you know, a bit of Australiana, a bit of Americana. And I thought, I'd like to focus on that and make everything relate to that period, like the, the songs, the lyrics between the songs. Uh, everything to do with the stylizing of the, of the, of, you know, clothing, the atmosphere, the artwork, uh, everything, videos. And then I thought, you know, I wonder if I can do this. And that's when I, I realized how I wanted to make my album in that old school sense was sort of, was combine all this into an idea, not just, not just songs, but yep. an idea. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, the, the Apache Pass, which is the seventh song on the album, that's that's really where the direction came from. When you were out there riding riding the horses for six exactly. hours a day, you said six days a week. Gee, that would have been. Although you're on the land, so that would have been okay. It wouldn't have been like too hard on the saddle. I guess you're accustomed <laughs> to that being on the land. Yeah, well, that's right. I live on the land, and I, I, look, I, I'm not the greatest rider. I'm not the worst either. And but I know what it feels like when you come off a horse. But um, I was going to say that. Um, I'll answer the question now. I've given you that bit of sort of, yeah. um, pre- sort of pre preempting, if you like. Yes. I'll go track by track. Yes. Now, if that fits in, if you see what I'm saying next, I with do. the concept that I've got for my yeah, album. So, I do. So that bounty hunter hummingbird, mm-hmm. bounty hunter is like, it's kind of a mythical um, entity that's chasing after someone because they're they're running. They're an outlaw or yeah. they're. Yes. You know, it's that idea. And it's really an instrumental piece of music. It's kind of almost sad. It's how the album opens. quite sad, actually. Yes, yes. And then you get the idea you might be out in the wilderness. You can hear hawks whistling and stuff as they fly around the mountains. And then with hummingbird, a hummingbird is the smallest bird known to man. Mm-hmm. And yet a hummingbird can go up in the air and it can, it can observe. It doesn't judge. It just observes everything. Right. And that's why I like the idea that in my for a song, is that the idea is that the hummingbird's not judging. It's just, it's just observing life, you know. Yes. Um, and it, and that that's what that sort of bounty hunter hummingbird. It's about freedom and it's about being able to observe things and not necessarily judge them. That's what that's all about. Uh-huh. And then uh, the next song, "Come Midnight" um, was this was the song yeah, that followed that. Midnight yes, was actually the first. Uh, single that I released from my album but that was exactly the same time that COVID kicked in around the world and people were far more worried about their health and their safety and their, their friends and families 
and their job than they were about Andrew Farris's album, you know, <laughs> yes. understandably. You know, I was too. I was more worried about those things, health, family, you know, mm-hmm. um, jobs, whatever, for my family. And, you know, that was a, a priority, you know, for people and, and still is. But I think that Come Midnight uh, was actually the oldest song that I had amongst the collection of, of songs on this album. So when did you Come write Midnight, that? actually... I wrote that song during uh, the height of the In Excess albums. Like, um, wow. So that's like going back. Yeah. Actually, I wrote that song in between all that. Okay. And, um, and I had it just sort of sitting there. And, and my wife, Marlene, put Come Midnight on her phone as a wake-up call and literally woke me up to realize that she likes the song. Right, right. And it was a demo at that point. And then I retracked it in Nashville. And that's what you can hear on the album. It's really a song about new beginnings. It's about, you know, it's not a sort of party song at midnight that, you know, fireworks will go off and all that business. Mm-hmm. It's simply a song saying that, you know, you, you, you care about somebody and that something positive is coming around the corner at midnight where everything's fine, you know. Um, and that uh, it's, a, it's a positive song. It's new beginnings, that kind of thing. Yes. Um, that's what the song's about. And, um, but I was going to say that, um, and appreciating what you already have. But I was also going to say that the next song uh, on my album, uh, self-titled album, is uh, With the Kelly Gang. With the Kelly Gang, yeah. Now, we've come from, like, you're in America, Apache Apache Pass, and now in Australia. So you're covering, I guess, your homeland and what inspired the album. Yeah, it's a bit hard to ride a horse uh-huh. from Australia across to America yes. and back again. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going to say that um, that's right, is that, as I was explaining earlier to you, is that a lot of the inspiration for my album came when I realized that the sort of 19th century, not so much the 20th century, but the 19th century was a very interesting time. Right. And it was, a, it was where you had the clashes of cultures and you had literally physical boundaries and frontiers because, because the, you know, uh, uh, we didn't have the sort of technology we have now, mm-hmm. um, you know, and so back then, they were still trying to work it all out. They were still trying to map things and work things out. And culturally, you had the extraordinary experiences where you had both in Australia and other parts of the world, you had European cultures clashing, you know, with indigenous cultures, whatever was going on, but it was all going on. And during those periods of time, I thought it would be really fascinating to, to write, you know, write a lot of my album, taking these ideas you know, into my album, that some things are different in the era we live in, but some things never change, even right. though it was a different era. And we like to think of ourselves as modern, you know, like you and I are talking to each other on the 29th of March, you know, we're talking through technology. You are, I don't know exactly where you are. You're out west in New South Wales. I'm in northwest New South Wales. But we're able to talk to each other through technology. Well, technology was different 100 years ago and will be different in 100 years' time. Yes, but with yeah, but the point is that that's where I felt I got excited about the idea of how I could write for this album because I thought, why don't I just write about things that sort of either are, you know are historically you know mapped out already or are relative in a weird way today, and with with the Kelly gone uh, sorry with the Kelly gang relates to very much the outlaw kind of spirit of my album or, or sense of freedom. That you know, more and more is receding in that sense. Not that it's great to be an outlaw, but I meant more the idea of 
of, of physical, you know, frontiers and, and, and exploring and all that kind of thing. You know, they're sort of most of our frontiers now technological. So, it's, but with the with the Kelly Gang, I thought it was really interesting how that period of Australian history was quite similar in many ways to to U.S. and Canadian say history. You know, yes. And I, I just thought that 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 song with the Kelly Gang would suit my album, and also because the story of of the Kelly Gang is fascinating. Um, I didn't quite realise how deep it all got, really. Uh, at first, you just think it's a bloke with a steel helmet on being <laughs> shot at by the police. Yes, right? yes. And it's a lot more to it than that. And and I, I've read books about both sides of with the you know of, of, of the Kelly story, yes. um, including you know the the, the, the constable side of it, the law side of it, mm-hmm. and I've read the, the outlaw side of it. What I didn't know until the other day was that actually. I think it was Michael Scanlon, was it one of the police? I, mean, I think that's his name. Who, 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 you know, went up against the gang? Right. I didn't know until the other day he was actually Ned Kelly's cousin. Okay. No, I wasn't sure either. I must confess. He, so he right. was. He was his cousin. Right. Well, mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently. Yeah. And so what I'm getting at is, I reckon the story is a lot more complicated than the first think it is. Yes. You know. And was that a dispute about law? Was it a dispute about family? Yes, you know? yes. Who knows what was really going on? Uh-huh. And I think, and I think that part of it to me, you know, the same with the, the Americana part of my album. I find I find all that period of history just really interesting. Right. So with the Kelly Gang, that's what that was all about. Uh-huh. Um, I also co-wrote with the Kelly Gang uh, with uh, two uh, Australians who now live in um, in Nashville. Uh, Mark and Jay O'Shea is their right. name. Okay. Uh, names. Yes. And uh, they're good friends of mine and great songwriters. And, did, uh, did you get any help from that. your brothers? Like you've on this album, any Sorry. ideas? Did you get any uh, sort of help or ideas from your brothers on this album, or or did they play? Oh, my, my, our dad always had a saying, which is, "No one gets through life without help from other people." Uh-huh. Um, and I'm grateful for the help that other people give me. But in this particular situation, no, I did. I, did, I sort of I worked outside of all of the people who I normally would have worked with right. in excess, not because I don't like them or no. don't get on with them. No, no. I simply, I simply wanted to explore new boundaries as a songwriter and as a musician. I, uh, you know, creatively, I, I wanted to sort of, you know, also it was important to me to have creative control of what I wanted to do because I, I think if, it, you know, like committees, you run anything with a committee and, and sometimes an idea can go south. You know, yes, yes. Because the original idea gets lost. Of course. Whereas I didn't want to do that with mm-hmm. my album. I very much wanted to to stay focused on what my original concept was for my record. Okay. So what about the next one? Where do you sleep? Right. Okay. Uh, yeah, well, um, so Where Do You Sleep Tonight? I co-wrote that with Susie DiMarchi. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge fan of Susie's. Um, I think she's an awesome songwriter, amazing performer and singer too. And her band, the Baby Animals, great band. Yes. But I was going to say, we, Susie and I wrote about 10 or 12 songs or something. I don't even know how many anymore. Um, Some time ago now. And this was one of the songs that we wrote together. And I've always been a fan of the song. I like the, I like the lyric. It has a certain ambiguity. And again, it could, it could relate very easily to the 19th century because people didn't have smartphones back then. No. So didn't know where they were, they'd mm-hmm. have to write letters or get on a horse and go find them, you know? <laughs> yes. Um, literally, physically, you know? Yes, of course. Um, you know, and you, you weren't worrying about your smartphone dropping out, out west in New South Wales. You didn't have one. No, that's know? true. That's true. Yeah. Um, and, and where do you sleep tonight? It's really, it could be, it could be, for example, 
interpreted as a song about, a, you know, a soldier, you know. Um, you don't know where the person is or you're worried about them or you're concerned and, you know, um, or it could be, you know, a, a relationship, you know, a situation where you, you, you know, you know you, you're, you've been in love with someone and then you, you, you switch back and you change your mind back and forward between, you know, do I regret that relationship or do I, I'm, you know, and it's very much a country music kind of lyric in that sense. Right. Um, and that's why I liked it because I felt it really suited it suited the kind of flow or the lyrics on my album. Yes. And, and I, I just like the song, you know. It, look, I like, I've been playing the album since um, since Eva got in touch with me and asked me to um, get in touch with you. I think it's great. Absolutely love it. Run, baby, run. I've actually got all your stuff now. I've got I've got your EP, which is again, I thought was brilliant <laughs> stuff. <laughs> cool. I'm, I'm I'm actually hooked on Andrew Farris. I mean, you know, I was I liked some of the NXS stuff. I was never a huge fan, but I'm a bit older than you, I guess, and my music sort of goes back a bit before the eighties. But um, this doesn't sound anything like NXS, of course. It's, it's country, very heavily country-based, and your stories talking about outlaws and cowboys and, uh, you know, and the Wild West and bandits and gunslingers and stuff like that. <laughs> Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I've had a really – thank you so much for saying that. I've yeah. had a fantastic reaction to my album, yeah. both in Australia and overseas. I got – had some really good reviews and I've just obviously pushed the right button with people because what I've done, I think, that would worked really well is that people can understand the whole album. It's not just like there's one song that go, okay, that's a pretty good song. Yes. You know, I think people begin to realise that the whole thing all flows in and out of each other. It does. It really kind of tells a story from start to finish. I mean. Yeah. And And that was, that was well, I really, I'm really glad that that was what I set out to do and I, you know, I, I just really appreciate that people, you know, some people said when they first heard my album, they, because I hadn't been able to release it because of COVID, and I put out a couple of songs and they said, well, I, you know, we didn't really get what you were doing, mm. you know. It disjointed. The, yeah, when they've heard the album as its whole In thing, its entirety, yeah. Yeah, they get it. Yes. You know, so, but that's that's great. But I think. I think Radio Soup tonight, you know, I'm really, really happy with that song. And, you know, uh, um, the recording of it, again, was done in Nashville. And the, the, the musicians who, who I worked with are incredibly talented people, mm-hmm. um, just like they're obviously talented people here in Australia. But, you know, there's something about Nashville that's like a mecca, if you like, um, you know, for like-minded people who are creative and they want to perform music and, and they, they don't leave town again. They go there and they stay there. Yes, you know? yes. Um, and I think that is very exciting if, you, if, you, if you're a musician or a songwriter. It's, it's just amazing. Mm. But the next song, Run Baby Run. Yes. Run Baby Run, okay, I co-wrote that one with Phil Barton and Bruce Wallace. I've worked with both those guys before. Yes. Uh, songwriting. And, but this time, I, you know, when I walked in the room with them, I said, look, guys, this is, this is what I want to make the song about. I want to. I want I want a song again. It could be an outlaw. It could be it could be just a song about freedom. I know, and it's not a cliche when I say that. I mean that. Yes, we're living in an era where more and more and more, you know, you know, anyone, you know, any 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 complete stranger can track your movements. All these people can do things, and that sense of frontier or or being free is becoming, I think, more important to people now with yes. with technology. Yes, is that you know. 
we're not we we weren't born into the world to behave ourselves with technology. No, you know? no. I don't know whose idea that was, mm. um, but certainly, you know, or, or you know, all I know is you you, <laughs> you don't arrive in the world holding a smartphone. No, you know? no, you don't. Yeah. But people, right. but people, sadly, have come to live their entire lives around a smartphone, don't they? It's almost, it's almost an addiction. They can't go anywhere without it. Your people are walking across the road with it and yeah. messaging and checking emails. And you know, I mean, we need technology. I mean, without technology, we wouldn't be having this conversation. I'm sitting in a motor car in the middle of nowhere, really, alongside a river. Um, but unfortunately, it, it does have a tendency if you're not careful. To take over your entire life, and with and with the, I guess the hidden stuff behind the technology. Let's talk about a smartphone for a moment. They can tell where you are on every minute of every day. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a real invasion. I'll say, I'll, I'll say this because uh, I've got a sense of humour about it. Yep. you know as well. Yes, is that you can't eat a smartphone. No, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like can't. in other words, <laughs> like in other words, you would have thought with all the advancements that we've had in the world that. People still don't seem to understand that food and water yes. is far more important than technology. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's one of the reasons I own a farm is because I believe in that. Food is life. Of know? course. Of course it is. You know, um, it is. You know, and you don't sit down and have some vegetables and and a sauce and, and, a, and a nice glass of orange juice and eat a smartphone. <laughs> not the way it works. No, but how, how many people have got that smartphone sitting there for dessert because they, they can't <laughs> – Wait to chomp the meal down so they yeah, can... Yeah, they just put a bit of smarter sauce on it. That's <laughs> right. But look, so that Run Baby Run is basically a song about... It's about kind of the, the idea that you, you should be able to run, baby, run. You should Like I said to, to Phil and Bruce, look, I really want to have a song that's about... like That uses these phrases, run, baby, run, and movers and shakers. And they yes. really like the movers and shakers. Absolutely. Bit. That was a bit the because, good Because, you know, that's one of the things that kicks in in your life when you realize, you know, outside of, you know, if you're, if you're fortunate enough to have good, good, good parents and good family and good friends, mm-hmm. they can help you. But at, at the end of the day, you've got to move and shake it, baby. Absolutely. you got to do it on yourself. Uh-huh. You've know? you got you to get out there and do it. Of course, you know? of course. And, 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 and if you can run, baby, run, then that's great because, you know, you want to stay young as long as you can, and most people do, and, you know, and, and that idea of freedom is what the song's all about. It's just feeling emancipated. Fantastic. We're running out of time, you know. We've got about seven minutes to go and we've got about... Well, I'll, try, I'll try to make next bit brief, okay? <laughs> we got to get... So, we got, yeah, only because I'd like to get through them and I did have a hiccup. No, which... I'm to, I'll do it. Now, the next song is... My, My Cajun Girl. Girl, yep. Okay. Now, I wrote that song because I'm a big fan of New Orleans, right? Yes, yes. And in the old days too, <clears throat> including these days, but in the old days it was definitely... An exciting place, as it was a fusion of, of of not only country music, but you had, you know, um, folk music, blues, uh, you know, Zydeco. You had all these different influences, jazz, you know, running through New Orleans. And I think, you know, Louisiana, New Orleans, just a really ex- exotic place to me, and the history of it musically. Well, it's a fun town too, and even though they've had a lot of tragedies there with the hurricanes and all that sort of thing. It still has an, an incredible kind of history to it, and I, I wanted to write a song that you know was about New Orleans, basically, mm-hmm. and 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 that Cajun kind of uh, uh, food, Cajun food, and and that exotic sort of uh, culture of that area just fascinates me and my wife too. We we like going there; it's a good town. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And um, yeah, but the next song, you're right, was Apache Pass. That yes. was where it all started for me. Yes. Where yes. I that was the first song that I purpose wrote for the album. Right. Um, oh, and by the way, my Cajun Girl was the last song that I purpose wrote. Okay. Okay. Yes. I actually wrote that in the hotel and went back the next morning and then recorded it within within uh, 24 hours. I'd written it wow. and we recorded it. Wow. And that what you're hearing on the album yes. was the first take. It was only one take. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not making that up. Really? That, that was okay. played. There's no programming. It wow. was played. Fantastic, okay? yep. So, yeah, you can tell people that. And then um, after um, my Cajun Girl, Apache Pass, yeah, that was the first song I wrote because literally we rode our horses through Apache Pass yes. in that wilderness area. Yes. And it's very gritty, you know, a very gritty culture background. Mm-hmm. Uh, very sad in many ways, Apache Pass. Uh, yeah. There's still bullets lying around on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, there's still, wow. you know, you can you can sense, and it's a wilderness area. There's nothing around you. There's no there's not people running around everywhere. And down on the ground, you know, you can see there's old pioneer cemeteries like Geronimo's grandson is buried in there, and all this sort of stuff. Right. And it's very it's all real. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's not a, it's not a Disney no. experience. No. It's like it's all very gritty and real. Um, and the next song. Starlight. Well, I, I dedicate Starlight to my wife Marlena's uh, stage four metastatic breast cancer experience, and she's a survivor, and she's gutsy with it, and and, and I love her, you know, so, so much. I just wanted to write write a song that's purpose written, you know, for her about her really, mm-hmm. and a place we like to go to on the farm where we just sit together and we'll look at nature or whatever, and we we enjoy our moments there together. That's what that song's about. Starlight. Mm-hmm. Um, Son of the a Gun? Song, sorry? Son of a Gun, the next one? Yeah, Son of a Gun was the second last song that I wrote, purpose wrote, yes. for the album. And again, it's a song about an outlaw. It's about a song about a young fella. Um, you know, he could have been like the a character from Unforgiven in a Clint Eastwood film where he, he wants to be a hot shot and go around and, you know, have gunfights with, with people on a horse or whatever in the old days. And yes. he discovers as he goes along that, it's not going to have a good ending for him. No, no. No. And in the end, they track him down, the bounty hunter and the sheriff, and they track him down, and it doesn't end well for him at all. No, big shootout. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And uh, that's what that song's all about. And then um, we got... Uh, good Mama Bad. Good Mama yeah, Bad is the next yeah. one. Yep, yep. <laughs> good Mama Bad is like everyone needs a good mother. Yes. You know? Yes. Like, as I said before, you know, my dad used to say, no one gets your help. I struck... No one gets through life without help from other people. Yes. And that's still true today. Like, you know, you, you need help from other people. And the first person that brings you into the world is your mother. Absolutely. You know, um, and so I, I, I give that lyrically and say, you know, thank God for women. Um, you know, we'd be absolutely, we wouldn't be here without them, you know. Yep. And that nurturing and that care. And, and, and I, 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 you know, I, I remember when I first released that song and I, I was talking to a journalist that, or somebody and they were actually quite upset because I think they'd had a really difficult childhood. And, and I, I, I sort of, then I realized, you know, I didn't mean to be glib about it. But then again, some of the songs on my album, they're not really typical pop songs, I don't think. No. And I, I deliberately did that too. Yes. I didn't want to just, you know, go down kind of the, the, the same road of, 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 of wanting to, you know, I, I, I don't mind anymore if, if, if my songs don't, sound the same as anybody else or, the, or even the genre of music's not the same as it. That doesn't bother me anymore. I don't no, care. No. I'm actually just, I'm enjoying myself. Yes. You 
Well, I understood. You know. I understood you wrote the, the well. You wrote all these songs really to play to your friends. You didn't really have an intention of making an album. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, that's how. Like I said, when we first started talking, I was re-recording demos that mm-hmm. I'd made. Yes. And then I was singing them because I was the closest singer. You yes. Know? Yes. And I thought I'll get someone later on that really knows what they're doing to mm-hmm. sing them. Yeah. <laughs> but- and um, you know, and then one of the recording engineers I was working with in Nashville said, well, what's wrong with your voice? We like your voice. I'm like, really? He goes, yeah, keep singing that. So that's how I ended up kind of going, okay, well, maybe I can do this. But, yeah, I didn't really I didn't really know what I was doing until I took that horse riding trip down to Mexico, and then mm-hmm. I realized what kind of um, album I could really make yes. if I thought about it carefully. I could purpose write everything or pick older songs that I had that would suit this thing. Yeah. And that's what I've done. Yep. So after Good Mum and Bad, there's Drifting. There's well, Drifting, yep. Drifting is really um, all about exactly the same kind of concept of why can't you drift around? Like you're drifting around right now as I'm talking to absolutely, you, Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. There you go. Yes. Well, that's, that's what song's about yeah. is what, where did this business start of you can't do that anymore? Yeah, right? yeah, you, know, yeah. you should be able to feel like you did in the 19th century at times, you know. I, look, I just feel like going over on that mountain over there. Don't ask me why. Is it really important I'm going to go over there, you know? Yep. Um, and that kind of thing, you know, that, that real sense of freedom, not, not, not a cliche, not, a, not, not an advertisement on television. It's, it's real. And you feel like going, well, I just simply want to go exploring. I want to, you know, I want to, I want to, I want to try something different or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you're not trying to hurt anybody. You're not trying to. You're not trying to affect anyone, or you're not trying to prove something. Maybe to yourself, but you know, you know, you could be just drifting around. Yep. Um, the last song is "You Are My Rock." Correct. Uh, I wrote that uh, with my good friend Kieran Gribben, who's from Northern Ireland originally, uh, Gribbo, and um, I love that song. And I, it just says thank you to the people in your life who who help you do things, you know, get help you get through life, you know. That's what the song's all about. It's just saying thank you. That's why that's why I put it on the end of the album because I'm simply going thank you. So if you were going to get anybody to sing that song other than yourself, you're my rock, is there somebody that would immediately come to mind? Sure, probably Kieran, you know, Uh, Kieran Gribben, who I wrote it with. Yeah, okay. He's a better singer than me. I just happened to track it. Okay. So, but um, no, look, seriously, I, I don't know. I mean, I... You know, there's lots of singers who, you know, including Kieran, who I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, but yeah, no, there's lots of singers, and um, I think it could actually probably be quite a dynamic song for um, a female vocals too. Come to think about it. Okay. Yeah. Look, I think it's a brilliant album, mate. I'd love to chat with you. We had a few we'll chat to you longer because we've kind of had to rush through it. I know you're an extremely busy guy. And you did say you had another call that you had to sort of get to around about 20, yeah, 20 past 11 and it's 21 past now. So, But we managed to squeeze it all in, my friend. You, you were persistent. You got back to me when my phone dropped out. Man, I appreciate your, all your efforts and I'm going uh, to play this next week on my program. I'm going to play the entire album. Take out those bloopers, of course, and, um, mate, I hope this album goes gangbusting for you. I'm sure it will. Seriously, I've listened to it about three times, and first time I listened to it, I didn't quite get it. Uh, my partner Lynn, she said I love it, and I thought, well, if she loves it, she's got great taste. She, I, I must have missed something, so I listened to it again. But I really listened to it the second time. You know what I mean? And I then, by and the, the, smart, the, the best thing of all, the smartest thing you're doing is listening to your wife. Just say yes. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, that's it. See, happy wife, happy life. And I figure, look, she chose me, so she's got fantastic taste. There you go, mate. Well, I'll get you to repeat a little phrase for me, okay? Yeah, yeah, sure, man. Keep your eyes fixed. Keep your eyes fixed. Where the trail meets the sky. Where the trail meets the sky. Keep your eyes fixed. Where the trail meets the sky. Mate, I'm going to quote that next week when we play this program. Thank you so much for taking the time. Andrew Farris talking about his brand-new debut solo album, self-titled Andrew Farris. Thanks for the time, buddy, and stick around, listeners, because we're going to play this entire album track to track. Well, there you go, listeners. Now we are about to start this. This is, in my opinion, an incredible album, and I'd like you to just sit back Relax, you heard the talk about the tracks, now here comes the first one, Bounty Hunter Hummingbird. Don't you cry, cry, cry Oh, I 
There you go, listeners. My Cajun girl. Now, while you're listening to the rest of the album, why don't you check it out on Facebook, okay? Or not Facebook, sorry, Google. Just go to Google and type in Andrew Farris Tour Dates. Now, there are uh, a few shows there that are coming up, and I will give you those right at the end of the program. But if you do want to have a quick look, just go into Google, Andrew Farris Tour Dates, and uh, there you'll find out where he's playing and also tickets available, okay? Now, the song that inspired this album, track number seven, it's called Apache Pass. I could almost see a ghost train to Douglas winding that sweat through rolling hills. I could almost smell Fly 
face the darkness Staying strong, heaven knows I try Watching you hurting was the hardest thing to do And I prayed so hard for you That someday we'd be here Standing on a hill, looking out
There you go, listeners. If you've just joined me, I'm Phil C, and this is Aussie Flashbacks. And uh, running over a little bit this evening, but that's okay. We're doing the album um, Andrew Farris. It's his solo debut album, uh, which came out on the 19th of last month. And uh, if you've missed the interview, it will be on the podcast, okay? Probably have it up within a couple of days' time, I'd say, it being Easter. So uh, if you've missed it and you want to hear it, just go to my podcast on aussieflashbacks.com.au. Now, before I get this next track up, which is a number called Drifting, and then straight after that, the last track of the album, You Are My Rock, why not go onto Google and have a look at Gig Guide Hot Off The Press Publicity, which are the people that are looking after his tours, okay? Now, um, there's quite a few dates on there. He's doing um, in New South Wales. Um, for the rest of April and then into May, he's in Queensland. Uh, then he's in Victoria, back to Queensland. Um, he's doing quite a lot of stuff, okay? So have a look. Just go into Google if you're interested in watching him and uh, seeing him do this album live. Gig Guide, hot off the press, publicity. There's a massive gig guides, uh, dates there. Rather than me tell you every single date, and every single venue, just check that one out, okay, if you're interested. And seeing Andrew Farris perform the album, um, Andrew Farris, his solo debut album. Okay, this next track is called Drifting. Living for the moment. 
Oh, there you go, listeners. That track was called Drifting. Now I'm going to play the final track on the uh, self-titled debut album by Andrew Farris. came out last month, uh, 19th of last month. You can uh, check it out on Spotify if you want. Why not go? He's also got YouTube channel, okay, where he's been doing uh, a series of concerts on there because of uh, with the COVID situation last year. So check him out either on Spotify or his YouTube channel. And as I said, go to Gig Guide, hot off the press publicity, and find out where he is performing in your state. This is the final track for the album. It's called You Are My Rock.
there you go, listeners. That is Andrew Farris's debut solo album, Andrew Farris, in its entirety, as well as his uh, telling us what all the tracks were about, okay, which was at the start of it. Now, if you've missed some of it and you do want to check it out later, the podcast will be up probably in the next couple of days. Um, being Easter weekend, um, normally it's up the next day, but I know the people, some of the people responsible for that are, in fact, having a lovely time away, having a great Easter. Look, I hope you've all had a great Easter, and thank you all for sticking with me for the entire program. I had a message from Sid in Pinaroo. He's listening to us on the Vast Platform 634, and he said, we had a great idea. Maybe we should do an album each week, you know, Phil's classic album, um, you know what, I'll have a chat with the uh, the people, the powers of B, and see what they say to it, okay? To all the people who tuned in and listened, all my uh, regulars, Ro and Val and uh, Maggie, we had Jeanette from Manly, we had Bill and Jess, uh, Beth and Charlie, they're in uh, Tokemore at the moment, travelling around this great country of ours, Chris and Wizzo and Mark from Party Central and Julie, uh, and who else did we have? I think that was about it. And um, and Sid. Uh, oh, and Maureen, of course. Maureen from uh, Druin, Victoria. Nearly forgot her. And, of course, Sid, he didn't ask for a song this evening, but he has been tuning in. Thank you so much for the messages, Sid. I hope you had a fantastic Easter. And uh, I hope you all stay safe. Now, until next week, folks, I will be at Lightning Ridge. Fingers crossed. Roads uh, leading into the ridge aren't aren't that well. There are uh, quite a few of them covered with water. Spoke with the uh, police in Walgett today and they said, no, you can't come this way. The road is underwater. So it looks like we've got to do about a 600-kilometre detour. But that's okay. It's just going to uh, mean we go back through the towns we didn't get to see. Well, the towns we did get to see, the ones we're not going to get to see, well, we'll do them on another trip, you know. But we are still heading for Lightning Ridge. We'll be live there next week with Mel and Susie. Mel and Susie on tour. Check them out on Facebook. So until next week, folks, thank you all for tuning in. Have a great Easter for tomorrow as well. And thank you all and good nights. Stay here.